Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, wherever it is you are listening from. My name is Bev Chahonyo, and this is Beverly Speaks, a podcast, a safe space where we talk about real things, we explore the world together, and we celebrate the greatness that is humanity. I celebrate each and every one of you today who's listening um, and say just thank you for being on this journey with me. It's been (laughs) amazing since March when I started the podcast. uh, I have grown as an individual in leaps and bounds and I know a lot of you have too because you've told me that. I really enjoy engaging with you guys. So let's continue to engage. Um, I do realize that there's quite a few of you who have not been receiving the podcast uh, and I urge you if you happen to listen to this or if you know somebody who uh, should be receiving it to ask them to write to me at I am Beverly Speaks at gmail.com. The email address is I am Beverly Speaks at gmail.com and I will go ahead and um, add them to the mailing list so that they get this podcast via email. Okay, so let's uh what are we talking about today so people it is the 4th of october and can you believe that we've made it to the last quarter of the year we're actually looking october in the face Uh, and it's hard to think about the year gone by and it's easy to want to forget it but i have learned uh over the years uh, that it's important to look back and reflect and learn a lesson from whatever season we are in. So let's see what lesson we will learn today together. This oxymoron of a year has flown by while the world for the most part sat behind the closed doors of our homes, imprisoned by social media, local media, and world media. Our communication online has shot up. I wonder if our communication in the family unit and in the relationships that matter has improved or gotten worse. You see, everyone is glued to one gadget or another. We go there for information, conversation, perfection, magnification of our egos, reduction of our faults. We seek medical advice, professional advice, relational advice, spiritual advice, physical advice, legal advice, financial advice, and psychosocial advice on social media. Google, uh, as an example, has become our doctor, therapist, priest, and banker. Many of us have found significant others on social media, and many of us have dropped significant others there as well. The longest, shortest year ever. Through it all, I wonder if we have taken the time, truly taken the time, to stop and introspect. I looked up the word introspection, and here's what I found in the American Heritage Dictionary. It is the contemplation of one's own thoughts, feelings, and sensations. It is self-examination. It is the act of looking inward, a view of the inside or interior, specifically the act of directly observing the states and processes of one's own mind. It is the examination of one's own thoughts or feelings. 
It is a view of the inside or interior. It is looking inward. I stumbled across some interesting quotes as I was prepping and researching for this episode. The first one says that the greatest mistake you can make in life is to continually be afraid that you will make one. And the second one says, the voice of fear is mostly disguised as the voice of reason. So, we've talked about social media and we've talked about fear. Let's marry the two concepts. Did you know that social media has amplified and magnified a fear that was already existent uh, to the point that a term has been coined about it? FOMO is defined as... FOMO stands for the fear of missing out, FOMO. And it is defined as the feeling of anxiety that a person experiences when they think they are missing out on something. Generally, these feelings are caused by seeing posts on social media. However, it's also often triggered during online shopping experiences. Would you believe that? Here are some facts and we're going to kind of just play with some numbers. Approximately uh, 56% of social media users experience FOMO. Dude, that's 56% of 3.8 billion people experiencing real anxiety at the prospect of missing out. Now, if we borrow that 20.8% figure from augmented reality and randomly apply it to the people using augmented reality globally, Um, So basically, we're taking 20.8% of Americans, but we're using that 20.8% and applying it globally. What we're saying is that 2.1 billion people will experience FOMO based on something that is 20.8% augmented reality. I'm going to say that again. 56% of social media users, which is 2.1 billion people, will experience the fear of missing out, experience anxiety, real anxiety, and even sometimes fear based on something which is 20.8% augmented reality. I mean, that gives a whole new meaning to the 80-20 rule. That's crazy. Like, honestly, it's scary crazy. We live in the most afraid and anxious of times. There are, there's actually a study that shows that normal children today report more anxiety um, than child psychiatric patients in the 1950s. That's ridiculous. Uh, this study attributes the anxiety in society uh, and the anxiety levels with low social connectedness and high environmental threat. So we are more afraid, but less socially connected, but more socially out there. I mean, I, I, this is the longest, shortest year ever, for real. It is an oxymoron of a year. Our children are more anxious. We are more anxious. We experience higher levels of FOMO and anxiety, yet we are more connected on social media, but we are being told... Uh, that there is low social connectedness. 
we are so buried in augmented reality that we are missing the red signs telling us to stop and look around. Today, I am your red sign. Stop, look around. What are you doing with your life? Who are you really? How augmented is your reality? I want to challenge you to sit down this week, shut down everything, and answer these three questions. Number one, what relationship do you have with yourself? Number two, what do you see when you look in the mirror? And number three, what are you afraid of? If you can answer those three questions, I promise you, you can begin to conquer your fears. Because maybe, just maybe, our fears are built up from a false self of security and reality. And they are magnified by a world filled with augmented reality, where we portray what we think we need for likes and comments. But in reality, what we really need to do is engage more with the world around us. In this longest, shortest year ever, we have three more months to connect, to grow, to become, to overcome, to be, to live, to win. In this longest, shortest year ever, 1.3 million people have died of coronavirus, a disease that the world is still arguing about. Is it real? Was it manufactured in a lab? Uh, Can it be contained? Is there a cure? Is the virus, uh, is the antivirus real? Who cares? 1.03 million people died while we were arguing. You, my dearest, 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 you guys are alive. We're alive. My darlings, we are alive. We are healthy. We are breathing. 1.03 million people uh, of just COVID. We haven't talked about cancer, malaria, malaria, HIV and AIDS. We haven't talked about war, domestic violence, ethnic violence, road accidents, murder. We haven't come to that. But you, my darling, you are alive. Today, I challenge you to live. Fight your fears and live. Silence the voices and live. Shut off the gadgets and live. Look around you. Connect with the people you actually know. Connect with the people you love and live.